When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Friday. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff. That is Tom. Director Matthew in the house as well. Another very busy day in college football. Another practice for Florida State, which begins a couple hours from now. They started early yesterday, a little bit early yesterday. They were eager to go. What, 20 minutes early? Eight minutes early. Eight minutes early. Come on, Mike. We have schedules, buddy. Now, that, that, that applies to uh, early as well as late. Aslan had it down because when they play the war chant inside the IPF, that's the clue to the proper media that we're allowed to walk in and watch them go through stretch and then the certain amount of periods right, that they can. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, marked it down, 337 instead of a 345 stretch, which is interesting because in the spring they were usually between 8 to 10 minutes behind the scheduled stretch period. I think it's because some of the kids had classes relative to the starter practice. Afterwards, Mike talked a little bit about, yeah, kind of manipulating practice times because of school and all of that. But uh, that was interesting. I, next week they start in the mornings and we're all good to go. But, That's correct. Uh, ready to go. Give me those mornings, baby. Nothing like watching college football practice with a coffee in your hand. Yeah. Doing some things. It's even better when it's cold, but not very often. Well, look, man, we get to a place where we're at the 5 through the, you know, 12, 6 through the 12 seed or whatever it is in the college football playoff next year. Mm-hmm. You get that home playoff game. So they practice in Let's Tallahassee. Let's go. And then you get some winter football at Florida State for a home playoff date. Yeah, I'm ready for the 12-team playoff. All the changes we talk about, some of which are good, some of which are bad, certainly a lot to uh, to, to kind of process. But, yeah, playoff games at Doak with a sweater on is what time it is. There you go. That I would like a lot. I think most of us would. I'm one of these guys – I can't help myself. If I go to Garnet and Gold and I buy a new Florida State sweatshirt or a Florida State item, oftentimes it's a sweatshirt. And my wife will go, what the hell? Jeff, you have eight Florida State jackets, pullovers, sweatshirts of every variety 
old school logo, new logo, classic, non-classic, throwback, whatever they're doing now. And I'm like, yeah, but they're just sweet, man. That hockey one I have is sweet. She's like, you've worn it once. You would wear that in Michigan if you lived there. It's so thick. How did you even find it? I did. I found it. Beautiful. Garnet and gold. Right? And I do. It's a hockey sweater. It's glorious. And then they end up saying, you know, it's pretty funny. Like, well, this takes up room. This takes up a ton of room. Why? Why? You're not going to wear this. I will. It'll be cold at some point in Tallahassee. Not during football season. It won't. Hey, stop poking holes in my joy. I like these things. I like sweatshirts. I like to. So Garnet and gold's got me. I go in there. I get them every time. I just got a new one. Oh, don't let me forget I brought your gear. You did? From Garden Gold. Oh, wonderful. It's in the back, back seat of my car. I was actually going to sport that today if you had it because, uh, you know, Fridays we like to sport some of the gear that we get from Garden Gold, but we got practice. It's hard. Okay, you can't be wearing that into practice. Well, that is the hard part. We're not, yeah, no, no, no. Um, I mean, I could hold it up or something and show everybody, yeah, but yeah. we're really not supposed to do that in practice, so yeah. We don't know what the rollout is going to be just yet for this month's War Chant Day because it's going to be different gear every time. I don't know. Could it be a coach's polo? Could it be the mm. the shoes that they're releasing? They always release the shoes every year. I don't know. Last month it was for the vault, but every purchase is 10% off if you're a member of the website, warchant.com. It's a beautiful thing. You go Christmas shopping for the favorite Knowles yeah, of your life. There you go. The membership's paid for itself, so yeah. sign up. Yeah, it's uh, good stuff, good stuff there. I've got uh, you know Earl, who, who is our mutual friend who passed away some years ago, uh, Long, fruitful life, diehard Noel. What was he like? Ninety-eight. He was in his mid-nineties. Yeah, 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 he was. He yeah. was up there. Um, he gave me that shirt. I have the the day oh, yeah. that he gave it to me when we were at the corner pocket. I still have it. It was like a jersey swap at the corner pocket. Yeah, I wore that shirt to the Florida State Pit game in twenty thirteen. Jameis Winston's debut. Drenched as I were walking into the stadium with my father. I have two of his shirts as well. I don't know what it would take to fit into them, but it would be a lot of sweat. But you guys did a shirt swap because I believe he had the old radio station he did. shirt. Yeah. That's what you gave him, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. That was a great moment. Um, so today was a big news day regarding the Big Ten, the demise of the Pac-12. It seemed to jockey back and forth for much of the morning, differing uh, outlooks at the time or stories about whether or not the Pac-12 could be saved, whether or not Oregon and Washington would end up in the Big Ten. Right before we came on, however, it was pretty well announced that Oregon and Washington are on the move, that they will join the Big Ten. And so the shuffling of the deck continues, and teams leaving conferences to join what are now super conferences, high-paying super conferences, and everybody trying to make sure that they have their place uh, on the dance floor. And Florida State, no different. They have been the story nationally, Florida State has. Uh, That has been very purposeful from a Florida State standpoint over the last week. It's grown louder and louder, sort of a crescendo yesterday, with this being a lead topic on the shows um, that, you know, cover athletics, whether it be college football or just sports in general, whether it's ESPN, Fox, I saw it everywhere. It was all over SiriusXM, did some hits, talked about that. I talked with EJ Manuel yesterday. Um, and so this was this is this is the storyline right now. Again, college football shifting before our very eyes. And it became even bigger today when we found out that uh, Florida State uh, is is speaking with a private equity group that uh, may be able to help out 
in this situation. And so that spoke to what I described as um, the how. We've talked about the whys for a while now. The whys that Florida State would need to leave. Why do they need to be this vocal? Why do they need to tell everybody their intention to leave the ACC? Or it certainly seems it was going that way. And now you might be see some of the hows, the, the avenues by which Florida State can get this done. Yeah, the question about the private equity firm is it's pretty simple. Is it all for a relationship that allows Florida State to have a lump sum of on-hand cash that they can use to say goodbye to the ACC right here, right now? And by that, I mean in whatever short-term window you want to look at from right. a business standpoint. Or is it about a long-term financial relationship with said firm and Florida State then has this extra source of revenue that continues for a long time. And are we blazing a trail that other college institutions and athletic departments are going to follow? Or is it both? I mean, I think the primary function, though, would be to prove to the ACC that, oh, you don't think we got the cash? Well, we got the cash. Yeah. We're, we're, we are not we're, bluffing here. We're going to leave, we're man. Gonna leak One it way or another, we're going to leave. We'll leak it through Sportico. And you know what? CNBC picked it up already, so we're going to leak it through all of these major news agencies. CBS has picked it up, CNBC, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's all there. The financial channels now have it, that yeah. J.P. Morgan's working with Florida State to secure private equity for Florida State, and Sixth Street is the leading candidate in the clubhouse. I don't think that's a finalized deal. But again, why would these equity firms want to even work with Florida State unless they knew that we were going they in a direction get their money back. where we were bringing in a hell of a lot of money? Yeah. Yeah, it, it certainly is yet another step forward in this, what is right now a relentless effort by Florida State's administration to get out of the ACC. And of course, that has people reacting many different ways. Some of it has been fun to watch from a distance. It is, yeah, folks losing their mind. I said it yesterday, there have been some otherwise really smart people who have revealed themselves to be Interesting, fun to talk to at various ACC kickoffs that we've attended. And, I mean, meltdown uh, after meltdown on Twitter. It's hilarious. What's interesting to me, uh, yes, there, that is the fun part. That's not even interesting. That's just fun. It's, it's strange to me. I it's very it. personal, yeah. It is. And and you got on me the other way when I said, I think it was maybe five months ago, when I said, I look forward to the death of these ACC institutions. Hey, man, hey, man, that's a little personal. <laughs> Maybe that's the kind of energy on the other side of the coin yeah. that they're bringing yeah. is, is the sadness. Uh, but it seems like Florida State is waging this battle against the ACC on so many fronts. You know, you could call you enough favor that you dissolve this conference with seven other members. You got the Magnificent Seven plus another school or two that have homes in the Big 12, whatever it is. You get enough votes, you dissolve it, you walk out for free. That's one idea. Another idea could be that private equity affords you the capability to cut them a check and say, peace, double yep. birds. Mm -hmm. Another one is on the legal front, perhaps. You could wage a legal battle. Well, you know, you bring that up, Tom, and there, there, there's an article today you guys can read if you'd like on On3, and it is entitled, Report Path Exists for Florida State ACC Exit Due to Omission in Grant of Rights. Now, I will cite that article it's part of a, another article um but here's the gist of what was being uh, written okay and you know bear with me I, I don't often read to you guys sometimes i do but i don't like to chide i don't want you to think i am but you know i get it i know you guys are at work or you're listening in the car driving down the road or you're watching and you're not in a place where you can do this for yourself so here you go as florida state keeps clamoring for more 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 money and has now signaled their desire to leave the acc if possible 
A question remains if they can get out of the conference grant of rights, long deemed close to unbreakable. However, a high-profile sports lawyer, Tom Mars, proposed a radical scorched-earth option for the Knowles. Mars tweeted on Friday that the ACC grant of rights does not contain a choice-of-law provision, which would theoretically allow Florida law to apply to a dispute over Florida State. A choice-of-law provision would normally spell out the jurisdiction for legal disputes and which state laws governing the contract among multiple parties in different jurisdictions. They're fairly common provisions. Without that governing provision, the Florida State Legislature could get involved in a matter before the Florida courts and shield the school from liability. Final thing here. Assuming Florida law would apply to a dispute with FSU, the Florida Legislature could arguably do what Texas did to Mike Leach and make FSU immune from liability for breach of contract. As Mars alluded to, it would mimic a strategy that Texas Tech used more than a decade ago to protect the school from liability with the state claiming sovereign immunity to avoid paying leech. It's a bold, made-a-level strategy for the Knowles, circumventing the grant of rights by effectively having their state representatives and senators put up a liability shield for them. But with the seeming determination of Florida State to bail from the ACC for greener pastures, it might be a gambit the Seminoles' leadership endorses. Brought up Rick McCullough, the university president, spelling out the situation from where Florida State sits. Not a pretty picture, all of those things. Brought up that uh, Drew Weatherford, uh, quote, said, I do think it's an existential threat, and this is just one board member speaking. Unless something drastic changes on the revenue side at the ACC, it's not a matter of if we leave, in my opinion. It's a matter of how and when. Not everyone may agree with that, but I feel very strongly about it because I don't want to play games. I want to go compete for championships moving forward. That's what Florida State is about. Unfortunately, we're in a situation where money matters more than ever, and you cannot compete without the resources necessary. And, you know, I think in in that part of the Board of Trustees meeting, Drew was good to point out NIL and how that's another expense, that you got to find a way to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So your costs are going up. The revenue gap's only growing. How the hell can, can that work? It can't. And that's why Florida State wants out. I just think that whether or not they could argue this or whether the state of Florida could step in to defend Florida State University, all of these things, you show the force that you have potentially with private equity. You have this potential argument. I think it all is a tactic to whittle down the settlement number. Worst case. Worst case. Best case, you have enough teams that just outright get together and say, let's disband this conference and be free agents to go on our merry way. That's the best case because it's free. But if you can't go the free route, every little one of these things that Florida State puts out there, be it a board of trustees meeting, the J.P. Morgan leak, this particular issue, I think what it does is it, it helps it helps create leverage for you to get out cheaper. You know? Yeah, we've been saying for a while that we thought that's the ultimate goal. You know, you're going to have to pay something, just don't want to pay as much as we've heard, that number being somewhere in the neighborhood of $600, $700 million, maybe more. Like maybe this could actually work through the courts in Florida State's out scot-free. Maybe. Maybe that's true as well. But it just feels like Florida State is loading up the cart and showing everybody and declaring, look what I'm putting in the cart today <laughs> so that everybody can see what they yeah. have yeah, sure. and then act accordingly. Yeah. Well, they keep, they keep acting uh, in their own best interest. It happens to be very public. Everybody sees that, obviously. And as they witness it, they realize – Every day that goes by, Florida State's very serious. This is not just a gruff response to their uh, disgruntled nature. This is a, a group of people who have decided we've got to have 
uh, a way out. We have to have a plan. Uh, some of that plan is now on display in a way that it hadn't been previous. Previously, it was just a conversation. Now you see actionable movements and uh, or, or efforts, and it's I think it's reassuring if you're a Florida State fan. I think it's reassuring if you're a Florida State alumnus and booster. I think it's reassuring if you care about Florida State's future. I, I think this is all something you wanted to see. You wanted it to be more than just words. You wanted it to be more than just bluster. You didn't want it to just be as the others in the conference who are upset at Florida State have called it, barking. You wanted it to have substance. And it does appear now that Florida State, somebody right at the beginning of the show said it looks like he was playing checkers. No, no, chess. You meant chess, not checkers. Looks like we're playing chess, not checkers. It looks like. And and I think most of the fan base in the last week or two, if they weren't on board that Florida State could actually leave, I think it's swayed 85%, I don't know, it's a raw estimate, of people to say, oh, man, well, they couldn't possibly be talking this tough if they weren't willing to act right now. Well, you can't walk it back, A. There's no coming back from this. You've told everybody right. who would listen that you want out and that you're efforting to do so, and, uh, you know, that this is what is – the plan of attack. And it's not a board post. You went on an official forum. Yes, yes. You know, you came on Warchan TV, and then you went on your board of trustees meeting and did the same thing. So now you're on the record. Now, if we get to August 16th and nothing happens, that's well, their own That's their own issue. Well, I don't know that it will or will not on August the 16th in terms of an official announcement and here's where we're going to go and this is how it's going to be done. They don't have to do that per se, although – if they declare to the ACC that they're leaving, right. everybody will know that that has to be on the public record. Somebody will have it. You can't do that in a clandestine fashion. After all of this, well, God, they, you better take a vote publicly after all of this. Or, they, they may not, by the way, they may not even um, wait to the 16th. Oh, that's all I'm saying is if we get there and nothing happens and nothing has happened, that would be awfully strange given all of the measures that they've taken to well, start this and, month. and continue to take. And continue to take on a daily basis. I mean, they did it a few months ago, but basically when the clock struck August 1st, they've gone nuts. Absolutely nuts. Think the defense dominates today? Probably should. Yeah, always early. Again, it's they're not pads. You have to be uh, at a place where it's sort of, uh, all right, he looks good. He reported in shape. He's bigger than I thought he was. He's stronger. He's faster. All those things matter. We take those observations in and have the conversation can't learn a ton yet yesterday we did learn that this secondary was ready to go they were pumped for yesterday's practice they carried the day they had the best day of any of the segment groups we're not going to be able to really judge the offensive and defensive lines until they put pads on and there's nothing you can really do there what was in your opinion because again we were on different sides of the field the best throw of the day who made the best throw of the day Oh, uh, the kid, the freshman. Uh, Brock Glenn. Yeah, Brock Glenn. I agree. To Jackson West. Jackson West made a play, everybody. It happened. And I was on the opposite sideline from where it happened, but when I saw him catch it and turn the corner and get down the field, I went, is that Jackson West? Yep. Did Jackson West just make a play out here on the Plains? Holy moly, it's the first play he's ever made? So that throw was a very tiny window. It just happened to be coming in my direction, almost like when we were watching the uh, yeah. R.J. Barrett three mm -hmm. at the buzzer for Duke. It was just right in that direction, so I get a sense of the window, the depth. It's impressive. But then as Jackson turns up the field you and goes. He saw speed. He looked like he was an athlete. So Norvell's going nuts, shouting very much in favor of Jackson West. He's thrilled for him. Colorful language throughout. 
slaps the hell out of Jackson West's hand as he comes back to the huddle. And My he, God, you exist! He has this rage look of happiness in his eyes. I mean, it's like when he looked at Tate, but in a positive way. And we met eyes. And then he kind of snapped out of it. He was like, ooh, okay. Back in Let's get to the-. He was so fired up. Then he looked at a media member. He's like, all right, I got to get back to it. I'm just, I got to tell you, I was elated. Ira was teasing me. He's like, that's your boy Jackson West. Man, I've been waiting on that since he committed. Um, <laughs> I hear you in the chat, Ryan. Well done. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. Outside of everything that happened when we came over, you don't have the pre-cuts that we always had, so we have these 45-second intros before the action hits. It's okay, though. We all needed a breather. There's a lot going on today. Pinch a penny, saving you all kinds of money on a big-ass tub. Woo! Good stuff right there from Pinch a Penny. Uh, for a limited time only, you can get discounts and rebates up to $5,000 plus 0% financing for 60 months. Months, plural. So get the hot tub or spa you've always wanted. Massive showroom, 12,000 square feet. If you want to relax as we get closer, you know, a few months from now to the cooler weather, get your hot tub going now. The financing screams that you must do this. 0% financing for 60 months. It's a good thing. You must save. It's a lot of saving. It's a lot of saving. If you if if tomorrow uh, they said hey we realize the error of our ways we'll pay you the ACC we'll pay you whatever the SEC or the Big Ten schools are getting for their current deal Florida State we don't want you to leave we need this conference to stay intact it may upset the other members but we found a way. We're going to pay you on par with what those schools are making moving forward. We'll guarantee it. It'll be in a contract. 
you will get what Florida gets, what Alabama gets, what Ohio State gets, what Michigan gets, because you're that big an asset to us, and we understand that if you leave, the writing's on the wall. Would you stay? Well, could they guarantee that that would be the case forever? Because the the number's only going to grow, is my point. You know, unless there's a bubble that bursts with ESPN and TV rights in general, the number is not like Ford is going to make $72 million this next year and then it stays at 72 forever. It's going to keep going up. So well, we, could the uh, ACC match that prob- as we go? Well, I, I do think the bubble will burst. I don't think it's going to keep going up. I think that they'll still make more than us, whatever that is. Right. But it's, yeah. But what I'm saying is it, it's not locked in as though it's um, a player contract at the professional level where. Right. You have a five-year, $125 million right, right, deal. Right. You're making 25 a year. Like, so, it's not like that. So Nick Saban has a clause in his contract that he will always be paid right. as a top, whatever it is, top two coach in the country. Yeah. yeah, so my retort would be, okay, you could probably do that in 2024. Can you do that in 2030? Can you do it in 2033? Because I don't know that they'll have the coin to do that. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. I mean, it's a, it's a you know – just a hypothetical. I'm just kind of curious where your head's at about wanting to leave. Like, you want to leave because of the money. Yeah. I, I think, okay, well, put it this way. Let's say that they could do the finances part. Yeah, right? they that, came up with it. They called, major hurdle. They called and said, you called our bluff, and we realize that now we're, we're in. I would definitely still say no to the ACC if we could go to the SEC. 100%. 100% I would say no. The Big Ten, I'd think about it. I probably would still leave for the Big Ten, but I'm not sure. I'd have to I'd have to chew on that. Maybe go to Zaxby's, eat a chicken sandwich, and think about it. I, I knew know. you were going to say that, and I was going to get to Zaxby's this segment. I just I was wondering how you were going to get it there. but uh, And I'll get back to Zaxby's in a moment. But uh, it's interesting because I hadn't thought, thought about it like that. Most of us have just thought about this because of the financials. We've just – and also we feel, um, you know – a certain way about the ACC and the way we've been treated in the ACC and the way that the other schools feel about us. Is the tide rising in the ACC, though? You know what I mean? It, independent of the size of our yacht? No, and it won't. In the SEC, would it? I think so. I think it would continue to go up, so there's two levels of growth you'd have there. Where the ACC, you would just be the really – you'd be the super nice house in the non-gated community. Why don't they just buy a home in the gated community? Why'd they dress this plot of land up? They like it. I guess they just like it. Um, yeah, it's interesting because when I thought about it for a moment, I kind of like, you know, we, we, we've had a lot of fun at the SEC's expense, and for good reason. That's not nothing. But over time, you really do realize that while all those jokes are fitting and applicable, and no, I'll never chant SEC, SEC, because I'm not nuts, and I don't care about the other teams in the conference. I care about my team. Too much mob mentality in our world right now. Yeah. So I will say, however, I mean, you, the, these two things can be true, that there's no denying the passion of the schools and the fan bases in the SEC. There's no doubt. There's it just means as more as it can be. Yeah, it just means more because they got nothing else. Well, but my point would be like when you think about a hundred thousand seat stadiums or ninety thousand seat stadiums, whatever it might be, with sold out every week, regardless of whether their team's any good or not. You know, you think about 
Tennessee, you think about schools like that for years doing exactly that. You think about going to a game at the Grove or a home-and-home with Alabama or a home-and-home with Georgia or a home-and-home with Tennessee, home-and-home with Auburn, Texas, Oklahoma, now that they're in the conference. you know, so That's like the exotic wing. Yeah, Ooh, we get to go yeah, to Austin yeah, this year. No, yeah, how much yeah. fun will it be for us as a fan base not only to welcome all of those programs in because of their passion, because of their tradition, welcoming them in obviously financially it's a huge boon for the city it's a windfall but then also the road trips they are a lot better than going to wake than going to duke than going to bc than going to syracuse yes they are and it's not just for football you can do that roadie for baseball or softball or hoops to any one of these places i mean if you think about that too your whole year is covered if you want to make sports road trips to really cool places that are extremely passionate about their sports it's pretty cool uh, agreed. Baton Rouge for baseball was a hoot. We had a blast. It's an awesome place. The people are great. The passion is evident. What if you go to Oxford for baseball? You know, mm-hmm. it's not in the springtime. We play in Oxford in March. Sweet. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I would. <laughs> I never thought from the days of you and I doing the show with that personalized autographed swaffy ACC flag that he gave me. You were happy to have that, too. To where we are now. Talking about, hey, man, let's go. I'll meet you in Austin. I'll meet you in Norman. I'll meet you in Baton Rouge. I'll meet you Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, that would be be fun. So what should I do with the satire slash ironic Go ACC license plates that I have in my office if we leave? Keep them. Hold on to those suckers forever. Do Do I just display them even more prominently to continue the joke? Do I throw R.I.P. on top of Go? You could like, put, yeah, you could put R.I.P. on top of Go. Okay, all right. Some people suggested I burn them. I don't know. It's no, a, don't burn them. It's a collector's item. I still have my Swaffy flag. <laughs> you do? You kept it? Yeah, but I don't know why. I don't. You know, it was always a bit. There's a space over your right shoulder. You could yeah, hang I can that put up the there. Swaffy flag up there. I got a lot of things I should put up over here. We have all kinds of cool things. We had the um, put what, up a photo of Jerry Rice. Whatever happened to the Boba Fett? That I had at the old place at ESPN. I never had a Boba Fett. Yeah, on the my Boba side. Fett little guy up on the the whiteboard. Oh. Yes, we did. Uh, oh man, I, that might have got lost with the big board. Sadly. Damn it, man! I had to go in in the dead of night to salvage your Mets thing that one day. Yeah, I know. Our pal Pete still has it. Maybe, or maybe he finally <laughs> threw it out. That's almost two years. That is two years ago now. But every time you play, every time you play the game in your head and you say, all right, I'm buying season tickets. Like you're a fan listening to this show and you're you're an alumnus and a supporter, whatever you are, and you say to yourself, okay, I'm buying season tickets for Florida State. You have to admit it's a different different uh, talking point and ball game and imagination exercise, thought exercise where you say, man, this year coming into Doak, we've got Georgia. We've got Alabama. We've got Auburn. We've got Tennessee. We've got Florida again. We've got, you know, that that is fun. That is fun to think about. And then when you look at the road trips. You know the one bad thing? Those flights to Atlanta out of our airport are going to be like $1,200 a pop because we're, we're using that airport all the damn time now. All the time. Man. The... Um, <laughs> The airport discussions only serves to ignite the rage from within. Maybe it could help the airport. In I the long don't. Run. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Big Ten actually might help the airport situation more than the SEC would. 
Nothing has helped the airport situation, much to my chagrin, for a very, 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 very long time. And it's maddening. There's nothing like flying nine hours from another part of the world and having to land in Jacksonville or Destin or Orlando. Just so you can go out to your car and drive four and a half hours. Mm, Great, I've been sitting for nine in a cramped airplane seat. But if somebody's going to make that drive and I'm in that car, I want that to be you. Thank you, brother. We'll get there soon. I have this sinking feeling that after I die and people are taking uh, taking stock of a life lived, there'll be the good, the bad, and everything in between, and somehow it's going to come up from my closest friends. He really was a great driver. He was, yeah, he was, guys, that's true. We have to admit he was awesome. Got us there. We were always safe. It was fantastic. Nobody could go 105 and make it feel like 70 more than Jeff could. Unbelievable. Just so in control. <laughs> so in control. This is why, this is funny. My wife gets upset about this. She's like, you're going too fast. I'm like, yeah, you don't say that when we get there at three and a half hours instead of four and a half, do you? No, I like that part. Well, there you go. There you go. These are the risks we take. <laughs> Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. It's worth mentioning again because I failed earlier that uh, if you're hungry, go get the uh, giant Zaxby's chicken sandwich or a platter. The platters are fantastic. The three of us got a platter for every home game a year ago. Was it a year ago? Uh, two years two ago. Years ago when yeah. We did the morning pregame shows. Yeah. And there was so much food that we could barely make a dent. And then we would get platters last year when we would leave the pregame show That's and right. go to our respective homes. That's correct. It was beautiful. Uh, yes. I, when it was Wednesday of a home week, Jamie would always work it in at some point. Hey, hey, on Saturday. Make sure you grab that Zaxby's. And I know where she's going. Mm-hmm. Hey, on Saturday? Yes, babe. We've got Zaxby's coming. Oh, okay, just make it sure. Because yeah, yeah. I like to pull from that for the NFL on Sunday. I know. Right. I know you do. Yeah, you always have more left over. Yep. Delicious. So... Find one of your 36 neighborhood Zaxby's here in Tallahassee. They're virtually around every turn you make. Look at that, another Zaxby's. Perfect. And you get the sauce. The sauce is good. The Zax sauce is where it's at. Can we get a landing spot prediction from each of you, Optimus Climb? I've kind of hinted at the fact that I thought Florida State would end up in the SEC all along. Um, I, I felt like Florida State would end up in the SEC when we first broached this subject because of what happened with um, the Board of Trustees meeting. Really, we probably addressed this even before when A.D. Alford was talking about the brand that is Florida State and how valuable it is and where it ranks and all of that. I mean, you could see that there was a, a, a campaign beginning, and it's just built to a head here now. Uh, listen, do I think – that this is a battle between two conferences, maybe, but it's more likely a battle between Fox and ESPN, and they've got to figure out where an asset like Florida State uh, is going to end up. Both would desire 
Florida State. They would desire North Carolina. They would desire Clemson, probably Virginia. So, and I don't know about anybody else. I mean, I think what's really interesting in all of this is how quiet Miami's been. I haven't heard a peep out of them during this whole thing. And I don't know. I would begin to get concerned um, if I were a Miami supporter. I'm not going to lose sleep if they get left out in the cold and end up in the Big 12. Have fun with that. Radakovich was fairly to very loud when he was at Clemson. So it just it's strange that you're right. He hasn't participated in this discussion all that much. Maybe, I don't know, they think that they only have one landing spot instead of two, and so they want to see how everything plays out. That's pu- that is pure, I have no idea, yeah, kind I of speculation. Yeah, but the thing I'd say is, where, where you're correct, everybody looks to the conference commissioners in circumstances like this, like Sankey and uh, I don't remember the new Big, Big Ten's commissioner name uh, right now, but it's the network presidents that are the more important figures. Yeah, yeah. It's the network presidents. I think the SEC has always been the hope, the primary goal of Florida State. I think it is. A lot of Florida State alum live in the city of Tallahassee. It's a better move for the city if we have the SEC coming yeah, to town well, for all of our sports. It just is. There's more money involved in it. It's a more natural fit across the board. I just I don't know if they can pull it all off and declare and say by 2024, the fall of 2024, we're in the new conference. That's hard to be pinned down and say this is going to happen. They believe it is, though, the way they're talking tough. Well, I, I, yes, I feel like the the effort is to get to wherever it is we end up, the Big Ten or the SEC, sooner rather than later. Obviously, you have this upcoming season in which you're playing in the ACC. At one time, it seemed hard to imagine that could you, by 2024, be playing somewhere else. It seemed more logical to me that this would be a buildup to 2025, but I no longer think that. Now I do think this is about – Possibly 2024. Uh, if you're going to pay a massive payout, let's say, in order to get yeah. out of the ACC, well, then, you know. It just seems like all paths that we have to walk have an answer. You know, at this point, if you get private equity and it it's approved, let's just say 6th Street or wherever. J.P. Morgan helps broker a deal between Florida State and 6th Street. And that's finalized. I think the, the Sportico article says advanced talks. Yeah. They're in advanced talks. Mm-hmm. All right. If that deal is finalized and announced, and it's got university letterhead over it, at that point, I believe that the deal is done, meaning with the conference. I don't think private equity gets into business with Florida State if there are a few loose ends to tie up with a home. I, I agree with you. For those that tuned in later, I saw this question come up quite a bit from people, so I'll just say it again. You can type in, if you just type in sportico.com, uh, you know, you'll see the headline, Sportico, the business of sports. But the story headline, if you're looking for that, the one involving Florida State, is Florida State taps J.P. Morgan for equity raise as ACC decision looms. Now, when you read that article, it's chocked full of interesting nuggets, informative pieces of um, uh, data that, you know, kind of help you figure out what Florida State's end is or how this would work. But... Florida State's administrators, as it notes in the article, have been candid about the challenges of staying in the ACC and their desire to get out. And, uh, you know, it's the, the more you look at this, the more you read these things, every day there's another story. And you see where this has been done in other sports. Really, everywhere, save for the NFL and, of course, college football. So I tend to think that uh, we're going to get 
we're going we're gonna to see something come to pass here before the uh, 16th in terms of an announcement. I do. Yeah. I didn't think that a week ago, but I do now. And if we do it, I think it's going to be the SEC. You know what kind of turned my mind, changed my mind about the percentages? Honestly, it's fine, Bob. I hate to admit that. Well, but, it's because but, of what he represents, right? He yes. He's hand-fed information by people in the SEC that they want to get out said. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no doubt. He He's not in the business of flip-flopping his position to look like a fool. And he does. And he had to yesterday. Yeah. Unless it's the last time he has to flip his position to look like a fool. You well, pivot in the dead of August, and then you're right forevermore. But you, what, Yeah, what they did with yesterday real quick, Tom, is they made him get out of his feelings. See, he, he hates Florida State, and yeah. he did not want to have to admit that Florida State is desirous from the SEC. Like that, he does not want that to believe that. Right. But they had a crude come up and so come to Jesus' meeting with, with him, uh, in which quite clearly somebody of note in the SEC, we think probably Sankey, said, hey, Paul, yeah, Florida State would have a landing spot, pal. And it's here. Like, we're going to make it a priority. Because he said it's a perfect fit. Not only did he say it during the first take show, but he, or sorry, the uh, get up show, but then he reiterates it, reiterates it during first take by yeah. saying that they're a perfect fit. Florida State spent 150 million on athletics in fiscal 2022, according to Sportico's college finance database, making it one of the 20 largest public athletic departments in the country. That ranks just below the Big Ten's Iowa, which is amazing to me, and above the SEC's Arkansas. So there you are. There's a Big Ten school. There's an SEC school. Yep. Feels like the SEC. I think if if we wanted the Big Ten as our primary objective, we probably could have accomplished that already. May still, may and, still. and it may still be. But if it was our primary objective, you know, maybe it's the fallback option. I really, I don't know. It changes, I'm sure, even within the university structure day by day. But if the Big Ten was the primary option, I don't know that there'd be as this much bluster. I feel like this is to facilitate multiple offers all that they've been doing is to facilitate multiple offers and then also to try to get a not unlike what an individual does when looking for jobs yeah yeah want to thank our friends at uh power mill training academy powering performance about to do probables but remind you to go to powermillsports.com to learn more helping equip your little athletes that's right got a little boy little girl wanting to play baseball or softball whatever it might be Get them on over to Power Mill Training Academy where they'll be equipped with the tools necessary to succeed, right? Fundamentals, strong fundamentals, knowing how to play the game the right way so that you can succeed and utilize your athleticism. They do it all at Power Mill, powermillsports.com. Cue it up, sir. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? No score between the Braves and the Cubs in Chicago. Wrigley Field, Max Freed, Kyle Hendricks. Nationals, Reds, Patrick Corbin, Graham Ashcroft. Is that an Ashcroft? It is. Nice shirt. Rays, Tigers, Zach Littell, and Reese Olsen. Mets, Orioles. Oh, you and Ira. David Peterson goes for the Mets. Tough days. Tough days for the Mets. Dean Creamer going for the Orioles. David Peterson, three and two-thirds, six strikeouts, eight runs. He's having a tough day. Royals, Phillies, Jordan Lyles, still garbage. Aaron Nola. Strohs, Yankees, Hunter Brown, Luis Severino. We got the Blue Jays at the Red Sox, Alec Manoa. He's had a tough year. What's going on with Alec Manoa? 
James Paxton goes for the Red Sox. He's been good. White Sox, Guardians, Mike Clevenger. Logan Allen, Marlins, Rangers, Jesus Lazardo, and Jordan Montgomery. Let's go, Lazardo. D-backs, Twins, Merrill Kelly, Bailey Ober. Pirates got pasted last night by the Brewers. Good God. Ass-kicking Central. Quinn Priester, he of the 919 Priester family. <laughs> Quinn Priester? His name's Quinn Priester, yeah. He is uh, frequently lit up like a Christmas tree. I barely know her. Colin Ray goes for the Brewers. Rockies, Cardinals, Chris Flexen, great name. Adam Wainwright still out here pitching. Not well, though. Somebody's going to have to whisper in Adam's ear, time's up. That's a 718 you're posting out there. Mariners, Angels, Luis Castillo, Reed, Detmers, Dodgers, Padres, Bobby Miller, you Darvish. That is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. Think we get KJ Bolden tomorrow? Is that tomorrow? Tomorrow night, 7.30. I do. Oh, really? I kind of do. Oh, Okay, well, all right. I'm leaning that way. <laughs> Boy, you, you really, you went from radio talk show host to professional recruiting analyst I don't, in like man, 10 I, seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I'm leaning that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a very good I'll term. find out today and let you know what's going to happen. I can find that out. I mean, we can't find it out 100%, of course. We we don't know. But there we, you go. Again, back to the yeah, recruiting yeah, yeah, reporter. Yeah. Well, kids, you know, they're fickle. That's the out everybody has. They're okay. like, well, kids are fickle. In this case, according to just about every insider from all the networks, because Georgia's in play, Auburn's in play, Florida State, mm-hmm. Ohio State, everybody believes that they've got a shot. Like, this kid's camp has done a very good job of making the insiders and the coaching staffs believe that they all have a good shot. Well... It's, is it the highest bidder? I mean, is this about the, the, the cache? I don't know. But there was noise about FSU and Bolden a while back. And I think it's because we had influence in that conversation, but I'm not sure. You know, it's weird. I'll just say this, and this will be the cliffhanger until we come back on Monday maybe. In the last three minutes, while you and I have been talking about the conference stuff and who's what, I've got six phone calls come in from numbers that are unknown. Really? Mm-hmm. Typically when that happens, somebody wants to tell me something, but they don't want to be identified, and then they're hoping I'll pick up or, you know. They, but, like, six of those? Let's patch it through on the air. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> you know, like somebody nervous or something. I don't know. We but, did it, buddy. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, no. You're on the air. Oh, who's this? Prank caller, prank caller. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Off to practice we go. We'll watch FSU. Should be fun. Have a great weekend. Be well. Peace. thing you've always been too scared to go for it seems like you'll never have the guts 
Then, a cancer diagnosis. And doing that thing becomes way less scary. I would know. I've always wanted a black belt. And today, the only thing standing in my way is a few wooden boards. It's been a lot of hard work and five years since I beat cancer at Ohio Health. Bring it on. You keep making plans. Visit OhioHealth.com slash keep making plans to learn more.